0: Welcome once again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel. We are on lesson number 10 entitled God's Everlasting Gospel found in Revelation 14, 6 through 12. This is part one. And on this episode, we'll be focusing on the basic structure and content of the first angel's message. So... Now we are in familiar territory once again. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Actually this is one of my favorite parts of the book of Revelation and actually I'm going to be spending quite a bit of time on this and actually we'll probably spill over into next week. I've been preparing these episodes and I'm realizing they they they're getting quite large and I don't want to shrink them. I don't feel that there's a need to uh, cut them down because this is not a sermon. Praise the Lord. I can just chop up a little bit more and create more episodes. And hopefully this will give you a more robust and panoramic view of uh, the three angels' messages. If you're a Christian of another denomination, I think this will help you understand a lot more of uh, the mission that the Seventh-day Adventist Church feels compelled to be a part of and the contribution we want to bring to the overall Christian table of the rest of our brothers and sisters from other denominations. This is what we want to bring as our contribution to spreading the gospel worldwide. So I'm going to read to you the first angel's message and the intro that the book of Revelation gives from Revelation 14, 6-7, and it says as follows. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. This is the condensation of the good news, the gospel found in the rest of the scriptures and in, in the entire Bible. It is summarized, it is condensed, it is compressed into these three statements. The everlasting gospel, the good news that never expired, that are always relevant and will always be meaningful to humanity throughout history. Here it is. And the gospel can be summarized in these three messages from these three angels, especially prof- looking at the prophetic timeline in which they are to be given. We're going to spend time looking at the structure, the basic structure and the content in this episode of this first angel's message. It is a threefold appeal in this first message. The gospel, in all ages, has always called God, uh, God's people to respond to him in three ways. To fear him, number one. Number two, to give him glory. And number three, to worship him. Again, the good news, to the gospel, um, actually does not invite just Christians. It invites the entire human race to approach God and recognize that he is worthy to be feared, to be given glory, and to be worshipped. And so there's the command. to The good news begin with, fear God and give him glory. And then the other part, that's mentioned a little bit later, to worship him. But, you know, the gospel doesn't just command us for no, with no intelligent reason behind it. God is an intelligent being. And when he created us, he bestowed upon us that ability to think and reason, to exercise our intelligence. So the, we cannot, we should not just look at these verses and say, well, God is just telling us to do something. There is compelling evidence that God provides by which he invites us to accept this command to number one, fear him, to give God, to give him glory, to worship him, and the the reasons why we ought to do this, the reason why every human being ought to approach God in these in these threefold threefold ways, um, is this: there are two identities that are revealed about God in the first uh, angel's message. There are two identifying marks that identify that reveal who, who is this God. The first one is the statement, the hour of his judgment has come. The reason we ought to fear him and give him glory is because God is judged. And before you come to the wrong conclusion, please do not equate that because God can judge you and condemn you, therefore you ought to fear him and give him glory. That is not how the, the interpretation plays itself out when we look at some expressions. And we will do that throughout this series on the three angels message of what it means that God is judged, that the hour of his judgment has come. That statement right there will compel us to fear God and to give him glory. The second reason, of uh, the second identifying uh, mark that the book, this message gives about God as to why we ought to worship him is because of his creative acts. God is creator. So these three uh, appeals, these three commands to fear God to give god glory and to worship him are contingent upon us seeing understanding and accepting these two realities about god god is judge and god is creator we ought to fear god and give him glory because god is the judge the judge of the whole earth and we ought to worship him because he is the creator of everything that is here including you and i now as we you know, make these statements if I was someone that was reading or hearing these for the first time, I would have a, a basic, huge question right now. A very obvious question, and maybe maybe this question has already popped into your head. Why? Why this? And what 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 about these expressions to fear him? that that right there is not a very compelling reason as to why I would wanna. Worship someone or give God glory for something. I'm terrified of you. So let me glorify you Um, Like I said earlier, we need to be careful that we don't rush into attaching meaning and interpretation to these statements without first Having looked at how these expressions are found in other parts of scripture. But the question is valid. Why? Why should I fear God and give him glory because he's the judge? Why should I do that? Why should I worship him because he's the creator? What's the reason behind this command? These are valid questions that we will begin to explore in greater depth. Right now, we have gotten familiar with the initial structure. Now we are ready in our next episode to begin to understand the meanings, the beautiful meanings that will hopefully lead us to respond with a positive yes to wanting to fear God, give him glory, and worship him. I sincerely hope you received a special blessing from today's episode on devotional. I pray it has inspired you to turn the study of God's Word into a daily habit, as well as using the study tool of our Sabbath School lesson. If you haven't yet subscribed on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening, would you please do so now? This way, you will be notified each time I publish a new episode. It would also mean a lot to me if you would leave a rating and a review of this podcast you doing this will help others discover the spiritual resource. I would really appreciate this. I would love for you to connect with me through my Facebook page, Devotional Podcast. There's a link in the show's description that will take you there. I will regularly post additional resources there as well. It would be so good to hear what you like and what I could do to make this podcast a bigger blessing for you. Lastly, Would you consider making a monthly 99 cent contribution to this podcast? It would help offset the long-term cost of producing each episode. Thanks again for listening. Look forward to our next time together in the next episode of Devotional. Until then, this is Pastor Ariel inviting you to devote all you are and all you have to our Lord Jesus Christ.